You're listening to SBS News. Berlin-based advocate Mariana Polevikova is in Australia to raise awareness about threats to Ukraine's LGBTIQ plus community, especially in occupied regions. Ms Polevikova fled the southern city of Kherson last February on the day Russian troops invaded her country. I left Kherson because I knew that they would look. They would look for me, and if they would find me, they would kill me. Ms Polevikova is the managing director of For Equal Rights, a Ukrainian LGBTIQ plus organisation that she says has helped to evacuate more than 300 people from occupied Kherson. LGBTIQ people were taken hostage. Some people were kept uh, for more than two months. People who had uh, tattoos with Ukrainian or LGBTIQ symbols uh, were in danger. The allegations are backed up by the LGBT Human Rights Nashvitz Centre in Kyiv, which has documented 105 cases of rights violations and received more than 50 calls to its hotline. Hate crime monitor Vitaly Tsaryuk says many cases are disturbing. When we made the one-year report of that, of our work, I was just shocked. Uh, It's uh, physical violence, discrimination, tortures, um, robbery, uh, kidnapping, and uh, humiliation and rapes and threats with violent weapons. Really hard story. Uh, Russian soldiers broke in. They saw the girls have only one bed. And uh, Russian soldiers asked, uh, are you lesbos, lesbians? And they raped them. Russian soldiers uh, raped those women and uh, just made a mess around searching for money or something else, but the girls had nothing. This week, following legal analysis from the State Department, the US government formally accused Russia of committing crimes against humanity in Ukraine. Amnesty International is investigating claims of abuse against the LGBTIQ plus community, according to Australian associate campaigner Lucy Kenny. The Russian government introduced legislation which outlaws so-called gay propaganda. So this has created a new level of repression and state-sanctioned homophobia in Russia. The gay propaganda law deprives LGBTQIA plus people of their right to freedom of expression and endorses their discrimination, but it also has led to an increase in violent attacks and other hate crimes against them. Although we don't have specific evidence on what's happening in Ukraine right now, Russia has a long history of causing harm to civilians and operates a state-sanctioned regime of homophobia. So Amnesty researchers are continuing to gather evidence on the ground of human rights abuses happening in Ukraine. An Australian advocacy group called the Forcibly Displaced People Network is helping to fund evacuations from Ukraine and provide food and medication to others still there. Co-founder Renee Dixon alleges many human rights abuses against members of her son's LGBTIQ plus community under Russian occupation. Russian soldiers took them in their torture rooms. 
they created the fake date and tried to find more LGBTQ people. Transgender people wasn't able even to go outside on the street and buy food for themselves because it was too dangerous. We know that some lesbians were unfortunately raped. Ukraine's ambassador to Australia, Vassil Miroshnichenko, is aware of reports that Ukraine's LGBTIQ plus community is being targeted. It's happening in the occupied areas, but when we talk about human rights violations and the violations of international humanitarian law, we see numerous crimes which are perpetrated by, by the Russian troops in Ukraine. So targeting LGBTQs is just one of those. Russians are violating the international human rights law and humanitarian law and they will have to be kept accountable for, for those crimes. Mux Dixon migrated to Australia more than a decade ago as an international human rights defender. The goal now is to persuade the Australian government to introduce separate quotas for LGBTIQ plus refugees. This week, Mux Dixon is speaking at a queer displacements conference in Sydney. The panel will also discuss the findings of a new survey. We recently did the first Australia-wide report about the experiences of uh, LGBTQ forcibly displaced people, and we found out horrific information and data. The report, titled Inhabiting Two Worlds at Once, draws from 82 responses to an online survey. Of respondents who answered a question about experiencing violence since arriving in Australia, Mux Dixon says that 60% reported at least one incident. People on bridging visa or um, asylum seekers, they're very, very vulnerable position. Sometimes people taking advantages and abusing it. Often when LGBTQ refugee for example, if they get lucky enough and they're placed in a share housing, they can be abused by other people who are living there. The survey also identified a need for more appropriate support to help new arrivals overcome fear and adjust to life in a new land. The fear of authority is very prevalent in our communities and people do not believe that they would be protected and treated with respect and dignity. We need to create the safe and welcoming spaces when they're coming to the host countries. Mark Dixon hopes their work will help to improve services to better meet the needs of LGBTIQ plus forcibly displaced people. We're losing everyday LGBTQ community, not only in Ukraine, but in Afghanistan, in Iran. And we need to do really more for communities around the world that are suffering from the homophobia and transphobia. The Russian embassy has described the claims as fabrication. To read the statement in full, visit the SBS News website. And if this story has raised issues for you, contact QLife on 1800 184 527 or visit qlife.org.au. Other services who can help include Beyond Blue on 1300 224 636 or Lifeline on 13 11 14. Hannah Kwon, SBS News.